0: Okay, Maureen, how's the buffet looking?
1: Smashing. Ready to go.
0: Chairs out, Alan. Every chair I could find. Had to use a couple of plastic ones from the garden, but what I've done is paint them brown, so they look sort of like the wooden ones now. Emma,
2: how's this plum punch coming along? Um,
1: yeah, it's
3: strong.
2: Julian, what have you been doing? I've been trying to decide on the most appropriate footwear for today. Brogues or oxfords?
3: Anyone have an opinion? We're about to host the George Pudding Society Summer Symposium, old chap. Yeah, exactly. I think there might be more pressing matters than what shoes... It you obviously should. has to be the Oxfords. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to razzle-dazzle some of the finest academics in the world.
1: Plumhouse by Ben Cottam and Paul McKenna. Episode 4, Peter versus Prin. hosted three years ago as well, Peter. I'm not sure it's strictly a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. That
3: was just a regular summer symposium, Sarah. Emma. Emma. Two hundred years ago today, George Pudding renamed Thrush Hall Plum House in honour of the fine fruit of his favourite plum tree. And of course, his obsession with plums was to inspire many of his finest later poems, the Plum Collector, plums upon plums, the wind that shakes my plums. We still cherish them today, and there's always been a magnificent plum tree standing on that exact spot ever since. I hope I haven't been too rough with my pruning. They do say you've got to be cruel to be kind. Alan, you're a green-fingered genius. I trust you to attend to my own wood, were I lucky enough to have one. Now, do I go for a Windsor or a half-Windsor knot in my tie?
2: Mm,
1: I'd suggest going for whichever one strangles you the most
3: let's all just work
2: together today and really try our best because we've got all the big figures in pudding coming and of course our special guest who's giving the keynote speech actually in front of the plum tree itself
4: oh who is it
2: well at first i thought it might be fun to have a celebrity you know come to plum house for the day and say a few words but lloyd grossman was busy and well richard just wanted too much for his travel expenses
1: that'll be judy in his ear that will
3: did you try lawn green I don't know who that is, Peter. He was in a Western TV series called Bonanza. I used to rather enjoy it. No, I didn't try Lawn Green. Shame. I'd love to meet him.
1: So, who have we got?
3: Well, I thought it was best to probably go
2: with a leading academic from the world of pudding scholarship. Ah, let me get Dick and Forbes, Hugh Pebb, Timothy
3: Fenner? No. The Young Turk, Sebastian Starr, Adam Hidalgo, Keigo Sugimura, the woman in Toronto. Where's the brooch?
2: No, none of those. Ah. I see where this is going. it's somebody distinguished in the field. It has been said, yes. Somebody who's dedicated their entire life to pudding. Naturally. And somebody all the other academics and attendants will respect. Fine, I'll do it. Uh, No, actually, I wasn't really talking about you, Peter. I've asked one of the other leading pudding scholars. Mungo Prynne. What? Oh, dear.
3: Mungo Prynne? You've invited Mungo Prynne? That no-good, worthless pimple of pomposity... Um, yes. That prattling <laughs> Princetonian pygmy? That insults to intelligence? That cretinous coward? The man is a homunculus of the highest, note, the lowest order. An academic homunculus.
1: Steady on, Peter. You'll
3: get one of your headaches again. Mungo, Prynne! Are you all mad? Well, if anyone still cares, I shall be in my bedroom pounding my pillow with punches. I hate
1: that Mungo I don't think Peter likes him very much.
0: I haven't seen Mr. Knight that annoyed since I sat on his macaroons. What's his
2: problem with Mungo Prin, Julian? They used to be good friends. Did their PhDs around the same time, but in 1976, Print, then editor of the Marxist Pudding Quarterly, savagely reviewed Peter's first book, Milk in the Early Poems of George Pudding, under the pseudonym Penny Gumner. Ah, a nom de plum. Well, the simple anagram fooled no one, not least Peter, who never forgave Mungo, and, well, it's been downhill ever since. That'll do it. And I'm afraid their rivalry has drawn a rather long shadow over many of the great pudding events. It actually caused the cancellation of the Basel Symposium of 86 when Peter started throwing prawns at Mungo during his speech. And legally, neither of them is allowed to talk about Ottawa 92. Well, we really can't afford to let today be ruined by some childish academic spat. So it would be good if we all kept in mind the bigger picture today and remembered what's really important. So, do I go Windsor or half Windsor not? <music> Peter's still not come down yet
1: I told him that the guests were starting to arrive but he didn't want to know he said he'd been betrayed like blind polyphemus whoever that is must be some Greek lad he met on holiday
2: well it's time he grew up and came downstairs do I need to go and pick anyone up from the station no I think most of the guests have driven here actually Alan one or two of the older academics are in wheelchairs not quite sure how they're getting here I could just tie them to the back of the car no don't do that I mean they're getting lifts or taxis
1: what are these old twigs with safety pins on the back they're everywhere. They're not old twigs. Well, they are old twigs. But they're my little commemorative plum trees. Special limited edition merchandise to mark the occasion.
0: I'll buy one, Maureen. I could do with a safety pin as the zip on me flies is bust. Look at that. How's
1: the oh.
2: buffet going down?
1: I try to use plums in all of the different dishes. You know, to link it back to why we're all here.
2: Oh, it sounds like a good idea, Maureen.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen anyone eating the plum pasta bake yet. They will when they get hungry enough. Do you fancy a bit, Tom?
2: Well... Saved by the bell.
5: Tom Collier, I presume. Yes, that's right. You must be Mungo Prynne. Professor Prynne. I must point out I am here in a professional capacity. Professor Prynne course, I'm so glad you could make it. I do hope you're not too tired from the flight over from Princeton. With preeminence, Tom came the realization that I would need to take flights as lesser people take buses. I have grown quite used to it. Of course, some universities actually fly me over in their private planes. <laughs> That's very good. That wasn't a joke. You're very fortunate to have me. If it wasn't such an honor to deliver a speech at this special anniversary event, I doubt very much whether I'd be here at all. Well. Uh, it's lovely to have you here. Come on in. Plum House. The home of the Grand Grandmaster OGP himself. Ah, one can almost smell the greatness. Sorry, yeah. that's these urinal cakes.
2: Yep, let's just put them in the gents, Alan, quickly.
5: Oh, I put them in the ladies as well. So, I see this place is still as disastrously run as ever. Well, you know, we are trying. Um, Where is the ringmaster of this dismal circus? You know to whom I'm referring. You mean the curator? Peter Knight. Just so we're clear, I absolutely hate him. Well, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's
3: looking forward to seeing you. God, I hate that Mungo Prin. What to say when I see his loathsome face? Oh, he'll have some remark up his sleeve, no doubt. The man's mind is a hornet's nest. He'll probably come up with some rot like.
5: Peter Knight, as I live and breathe, how terrible you're looking. I've just met the newest sad recruit to your home for lost causes.
3: I do hope Tom made it clear I had nothing to do with your invitation. When I heard you were coming, I was physically sick. He's
5: exaggerating, (laughs) gentlemen,
3: shall we... uh, physically sick.
5: Obviously, just felt my stomach turning. You ought to watch that, old boy. I'd hate for you to be unable to enjoy my speech later. I've thrown seafood at you once, Prince. I might just... Peter, there you are. Keigo Sugimura wants to talk to you about... (laughs) Professor Prynne. I see you still have your monkey, Peter... If Professor Sugimura would like to talk to a leading pudding scholar, then do inform him. I've arrived. Do no such thing, Julian. Ah, uh, well, uh, he's over there. If, if if one of you can talk to him, uh, uh, yes,
2: I think I'll uh, just go get myself some more plum Lania. Yeah? Come on, Mungo. Mm. Professor Print, uh, I'll show you the buffet. We've also prepared a special display on puddings. Later, plum poems.
5: I'm sure the food will be disgusting, and I very much doubt I shall so much as look at your display. Yes, lovely. Happy to have you here.
0: Hey, Mr. Julian, what are you doing? I'm smoking. No, I know, but I mean, you don't smoke.
2: Have you been in the dining room? I could smoke the entire packet, it'd be less toxic than in there.
0: Oh, I'm keeping out of the way. It's not my thing, parties. I couldn't
2: take much more. It's a demilitarized zone in between Peter and Mongo Prin that is just about holding. But then someone else arrives and they have to choose which end to go to.
0: It's a lot of fuss for a day about a plum tree.
1: Typical men hiding. That woman from Toronto, you know the one, wears a brooch. Just told me that Peter's told her her career is dead in the water. Oh, because she said a lot to that Mongo Prin.
3: God, it's awful in
1: there. Awful boring. They got to talk a glass eye to sleep. That lot. Anyway, I brought you this.
2: A
3: bin bag.
1: Your plum costume. Oh, no. Peter said you've got to stick it on. No way. Well, you wore it before, when we had that summer face a few years back.
2: I was young. I'd just started. We've all made mistakes. I am not dressing up as a plum again. It was too hot. I nearly fainted.
1: St John Ambulance said they went out wrong with you, like they always do. Just put it on. Oh, it's a bit dusty.
2: More like a prune. I am not dressing up as a fruit in front of the entire symposium. Prin turned me down for a PhD, you know. Do you know how embarrassing that would be?
1: Well, your face would be the right colour. Look, if you're not going to wear it, who is?
0: Oh, no. No, no, no. Not my thing dressing
2: as fruit.
1: Get it on you.
2: Oh, perhaps best to go steady with that plum punch. It's
1: the only thing keeping me going.
2: <sighs> I'll just be happy if the day doesn't descend into civil war. I'm sorry, but I am not dressing up as fruit. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. Can Do you mix you... King Julian? Possibly. Can
1: I have one? Oh, no. Julian? Oi, I want
2: a word for you. Not Barry Bunting. She's all we need.
4: All oh, right, well, this isn't first time, is it? How am I meant to get my sheep through there when there's cars blocking gate? Yeah, well, I'm afraid we're a bit busy, Barry. What's going on then?
2: Not like you to have visitors. We're having a symposium in honour of George Pudding's favourite plum tree. Is what? Yes, well, I wouldn't expect a simple farmer to understand. Hey, understand this. I have right of
4: access to that field any time, night or day, so you can go in there right now and tell them to get their cars moved. Do you
2: mindless locals always have to be this rude? I won't be told what to do by a man who appears to be holding his trousers up with twine. Us locals have a saying round here. If you stand out in rain, you're gonna get wet. What kind of a saying's that? It's just common sense. They'd say that anywhere. Colchester, crew...
4: I want it sorted. Soon, or else.
3: Sebastian Starr tells me you partly attribute pudding's late burst of productivity to his increased household use of candles.
5: Are you completely deranged? Come, come, Peter. You and I both know Pudding had a real petal patch towards the end, one the doctors could not sufficiently explain.
3: But do you not think the accepted theory of the dying of the light is right? Must you be a vandal and create scandals around candles? Just how low will you go,
5: Prim? Come on, chaps. There's no need to have a debate now. It's an academic symposium. This is precisely what it's for. Room I mean, for a small one. Oh, hello. I don't believe we've met. Hi, I'm
1: um, Emma.
5: I'm Professor Mungo Prim.
1: (laughs) That's like one of those names that sounds made up. No. Okay. So, who fancies a game of Skittles? I've just dug this set out of an old drawer.
3: They were the Skittles of Great Pudding. Himself, I haven't had them out in some time, as the endless winning became something of a bore. Nobody's ever been a match for
5: them. You, I think you'll find I am known as Nine Pin Prin in certain circles. They might not call you that when I pull your trousers down and spank your bare bottom. Oh, right. (laughs) If that's a challenge,
2: then I accept uh, well, maybe it's best if we don't play any games. I mean, at least not in
5: direct opposition to each other. You hear that, Knight? It sounds to me rather like your stooge is trying to protect you from an inevitable crushing defeat. My stooge need do no
2: such thing. Sorry, could everyone stop referring to me as a stooge?
1: Everybody follow <laughs> me!
2: Yeah, guys, maybe we should all just stay in here, actually, though, guys. Where are they all going? Uh, to play Skittles. Ah, makes sense. Anyway, there's no need to panic about Barry Bunting anymore, Tom. Old Julian sorted it all out. Right. Who is this Barry Bunting? Oh, nobody, just some half-wit farmer.
1: Alan's looking for you, Julian. He says he needs to talk to you urgently, but he can't get through the door in his plum costume. (laughs)
0: Look at that. Oh, that is a dirty trick. Oh, no. That's cow muck. Maybe with a a little bit of sheep's muck mixed in. Perhaps 75% cow muck. Bunting!
4: Bunting! What do you think you're doing, mate? What the devil do you think you're playing at? You stand out in the rain, you're going to get wet. You block my access, I'll block yours. Have a ton of manure free on me. You're an idiot, Bunting. Why don't you leave us all alone? All right. I'll go and get some more manure. Tatty bye for now. Yeah, I, I like to
0: think the best of folk, but they are no good. Them buntings.
2: Oh, don't just stand there, Alan. Go and get
0: your wheelbarrow. Get shovelling. But he's gone for more, and I'm dressed as a plum. Shouldn't we tell
2: Mister Knight? God no, he, he's on with more pressing matters. Playing print at skittles. I'll just have to sort this out myself. What are you going to do? I'm going to drive round to Buntings Farm and try and
0: calm him down. Um, He's just dumped a ton of manure on our drive to block the cars in. Then I'm going to have to borrow your old bike. Oh, be careful, Mr Julian. The proper rough, them Buntings. He's probably
2: got a shotgun. Don't worry about me. I'm about to combine the cycling brilliance of Bradley Wiggins with the level-headed negotiating prowess of Terry Waite. Only without getting taken hostage, obviously. (laughs)
1: White Knight scores eight! Yes!
2: Emma's really got into this now, hasn't she? Just
1: a bit flashy. I prefer Jim Boyne on Bullseye. Although at least this crowd have warmed up. Mind you, I'm not surprised. All they've done is sup. Quiet, please. The final throw now from Mungo, the Spin King Prin. Mungo, you need nine for the victory.
5: Best of luck, old chap. Why, thank you, Peter. I shan't be needing it.
1: Yes! Nine! Nine Skittles! He's done it! The Princeton Panzer! It's a good night, Peter night. I'm not just she-out. Some academics are on the pitch! And, no... Excuse me, woman with
5: the brooch. Don't do that. Are we sure that is legal? Dignified in defeat as ever, Peter. I put nothing past you, Prince. I wouldn't be
3: surprised if you had a crack squad of sycophants hiding behind the curtains, pulling down skittles with fishing wire. Calm down, dear. There's no use crying over spilt milk. <laughs> That's a reference to my Meisterwerk on the role of milk in the early work of George Pudding. Bitterly savaged by you in 76. As I
5: have stated many times before, I had nothing to do with that review. You'd better take it up with Penny Gumner, Still hiding behind that amateurish anagram after all these years. It sounds to me as if you're clutching at straws following the humiliation of my 9 pin skittling you after a distinguished academic career of doing much the same. I've forgotten! More about pudding than you'll ever know! Guys,
2: guys, do you have to disagree on everything?
5: Yes.
4: Oh. So many hells. All right, here he is on his push bike. I was just about to come and see you with another load of muck.
2: I've come to... here. Oh, look, I'm sorry. Hmm.
4: Prove me point, ever.
2: It's all been a bit of a misunderstanding. But uh, Yes. I'm sorry. We ought to have come to some sort of arrangement beforehand. You didn't know we were having a very important symposium for a plum tree, and we didn't know you wanted to trot a few sheep about.
4: Have you any idea how hard it is to make a living from the land nowadays? Not really. I don't
2: have time, and I'm not that interested. I urgently need to bite back and see if Peter has won a game of skittles. All right.
4: Sounds very important, that does. Maybe old Barry Bunting should pop along and say hello to everyone. No. Absolutely not. We've had enough of you and your manure for one day. We're past manure now, mate. If you're going to turn up here and insult me, I'll turn up and do the same to you. Not this again. Uh, I'm after a bit of wood for this winter. One of your plum trees will do nicely, I'll say. I think you'd find that would be theft. Or vandalism. Probably both. Now, if I were you, I'd hop on your bike and pedal back to Plumhouse, tell him old Barry Bunting's on his way. Now, look. I'll finish my brew, and I'll see you in a bit, matey. Barry...
2: Barry! I've also been asked to say that commemorative twigs uh, in honour of the plum tree behind me are still available.
1: Come on, you tight wads.
2: Maureen. Anyway, without further ado, I'll hand you over to Plumhouse's curator, Peter Knight, who will introduce our keynote speaker for this most special of anniversaries. Oh, yes,
3: yes, you must be. <sighs> I've had ten good years of friendship with Mungo Prince. Unfortunately, I've known him almost 50 years. I have nothing pleasant to say about him whatsoever. His attendance here today is a travesty. An utter travesty. I wanted the cowboy, Lorne Green. Remember him? Anyway, Mungo.
5: Thank you. Thank you, Peter, for the warm introduction. Takes me right back to your infamous raspberry-blowing speech of Caracas, 87. I remember someone once asking me how many people work at Plumhouse. I said about half. As we all know, Peter is certainly not one of
0: them. There. there. Oh, I'm shattered. Oh, I'll sleep tonight. I've, uh, I've shoveled the last of that sh- uh, muck, Mr Julian. Never mind that. I reckon there must have been a ton at least. Easier said than done when you're wearing a plum costume. Bunting's coming back. But I thought you went to sort it out. Yeah, well, I may have made things ever so slightly worse, but there's no time to explain. I need you to go into the back garden and guard the plum tree at once. Can I take this costume off first?
5: And so I said to the French president, as he made me commandeur des arts et des lettres, you say you may not know much about pudding, But after that meal, let me assure you, you know a great deal about pudding. (laughs) Uh, Of all the honorary degrees I've received... This is
3: torture.
2: What do you think he's on? Russell Harty? Oh, it seems to be going down quite well. You want to go and
1: see Ken Dodd live? Crying. I was actually crying with laughter. Well, for the first two hours anyway. He is strangely quite sexy. Ken Dodd? Mungo.
2: If you go for that sort of thing, stop drinking.
1: God, maybe I have had enough. I can see a giant plum chaining himself to the tree. Is that
2: Alan? Oh, what on earth is he doing?
5: I fear it might be uh, boring somewhat for members of the audience if I enumerated all the countries I've received uh, honorary degrees from, but here goes. Australia, New Zealand... Peter
3: Ah, Julian I would say you're just in time for Mungo's load of Bungo but he's been droning on for hours I've
5: got a bit of bad news Uh, Columbia, Afghanistan Out with
3: it then
2: Through absolutely no fault of my own I was just in Barry Bunting's farmyard He's gone mad and decided he's going to pull our plum tree down What? But don't worry I've got Alan to chain himself to the tree and crucially he's dressed as a plum What have you done? Well, we might have had a little set to over access.
5: Yes. Oh, Julian. And just as the border guards were about to open fire, I climbed up out of the sunroof and began reciting some pudding through a megaphone. I could barely believe it when they put down their guns, held one another, and wept. The other dictator whose downfall I inadvertently secured through romantic poetry was. What the words what's going on oh no oh, i don't believe this but the
3: dogs of alkibi these are to be blown
5: he's heading straight for the plum tree this is an outrage how dare some yokel interrupt my speech right you better get
4: away from that tree i'm pulling it down no don't do that why are you dressed as a prune i'm a plum you can say that again that tree's coming down whether you're attached to it or not wait barry come
1: on now i know your Julie. If you promise to calm down, I'll give you one of these for free. It's a commemorative pudding plum tree.
4: That is just some old twigs stuck together with a safety pin. you
1: cheek cheeky. I've always hated you, Barry Bunting. Why don't you relax
4: and have some of the... Oh, no, sorry,
2: I've drunk it all. Why are you doing this, Barry?
4: Because I'm fed up with a lot of you. You've got no respect for your neighbours, have you? thinking you can block my gates, and he's the worst. That posh clown over there. Don't point fingers, Barry. Didn't your mother
2: ever teach you it was rude? No. Probably too busy with a head up a cow. Right, that's it. Oh, God, he's going to hit me. Please, somebody, protect me. Uh, Julian, he's fainted.
1: Don't worry, that's always happening. It's like a defence mechanism. What is the meaning
3: of all this? Bringing that mechanical monstrosity onto pudding property? Have you no respect? Who are you, anyway? Look, I've lived next to you for 47 years, man. We have neighbours? Oh, what a surprise. Peter not noticing something. I'm already having a discussion with one imbecile. I don't need another. Who are you calling an imbecile? Oh! uh, I'm being attacked by a local! Somebody, call the constabulary! Oh! uh, I'm strangely enjoying this. I haven't been manhandled like this in a buried place. You
2: shouldn't grab him, however annoying he can be. Oh, yeah, or what? Oh.
5: Flipping heck Now let that be a lesson to you
1: He's hit him Mongols hit him Friend packs a punch Barry bunting buckles Oh don't start that again
5: <laughs> Who the hell are you? I'm Mungo Prin, preeminent pudding scholar, academic extraordinaire, and I'm also the man whose beautifully structured speech you callously interrupted with that terrible tractor. Now, I suggest you get back in it and drive away before I strike you one again.
4: You're all mad! This isn't the last you'll see of Barry Bunting.
3: I rather feel that's the last we'll ever see of Barry Bunting. And, Mungo, I must admit, I owe you a debt of gratitude. You know,
5: I really didn't write that review of your book, Peter. There really was a Penny Gumner, PhD student at Sussex. Really?
3: I mean, really? Honestly? Yes. Well, I never.
2: I'm very sorry, Mungo. Well, maybe this is a good time for us all to get back to business.
5: Hear the rest of Professor Prince's speech? I know. I'd like to hear the rest of it. I'll be damned if I wouldn't as well. Come on, Taps! Come on! I'll
1: knock us up some more punch. You'll have a sore
2: head on you tomorrow. Oh, oh! What happened?
0: Did he hit me? You fainted, Mister Julian. I um... I don't suppose you know where the key is to this padlock, do you?
2: I just start the meeting by saying a big thank you and well done to everyone for yesterday. I think, on the whole, after one or two shaky moments, it
3: was a great success. Even that little incident with Barry didn't put a dampener on the proceedings. Nothing like a little fisticuffs and roughhousing to bring a group of academics together. It's what Pudding himself would have
2: wanted. And, Maureen, I know you didn't sell as many of your commemorative treats as you would have liked.
1: I didn't sell any other buggers. Bunch of tight so and these posh or brain boxes.
2: And I'm sure they'll make wonderful kindling. And Emma, well done on the punch.
1: Oh, please don't shout, Tom.
2: And once again, apologies to Alan for us forgetting about him. Um, He was chained to that tree for quite some time in the end. Yeah, sorry about that. I did remember this morning, though, didn't I? Came and set
0: you free? It was the best night's sleep I've had in years. The padding moulds to the shape of your back.
2: Yes. And uh, thank you, Julian, for... All you did, yesterday. Not quite sure what it was that you did, but thanks anyway, I guess. I cycled to a farm and ruined my oxfords.
3: And most of all, it was nice that I finally managed to bury the hatchet with old Mungo. You know, he's not such a bad lad after all. I think he's just a little misunderstood, aren't we all?
2: Good, Peter. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. He's even left us a message in the visitor's book.
3: Oh, what
1: does it say? Oh, well,
2: I uh, had a perfectly enjoyable time at this year's symposium. Not quite the shambles I was expecting. Might have to get that review framed. And he goes on to say... We, oh, ooh, oh, dear. What is it? Uh, it, it just says, And if Peter Knight wants to beat me at Skittles next year, he should spend more time practising and less time coming up with his widely discredited theories on pudding. Signed, Mungo Print, a.k.a. your old friend, Penny gumner
3: I hate that Mungo Print. <laughs>
1: Was written by Ben Cottam and Paul McKenna. It starred Simon Callow, Jane Horrocks, and Miles Jop, with Tom Bell, Piers Quigley, and Louise Ford. Mungo Prim was played by Roger Allam, and Barry Bunting by Sean Gilder. Plumhouse was directed by Paul Schlesinger, and it was a hat trick production for the BBC.